the Life After High School podcast. So this podcast might be a little bit more kind of embarrassing to talk about, or if not embarrassing, if you have a big ego, um, stop watching the video right now, because it's not for you. So this video, I'm going to be talking about what getting fired taught me and what I learned from that experience of getting fired from a job. I was working and I worked out for a while too, which almost made it worse. Um, and how I move forward. Again, as I repeat in every video, I want to stress that this isn't what everybody needs to do or the step-by-steps of what they should do. This is just from my experience and what happened to me. And if you pull anything from it, that's amazing. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for showing up. And subscribe if you like. If you don't, I still love you. Just not as much. So let's get into this. So in February of 2018, I was working as a lifeguard. Um, I'm not going to tell you where. I know close friends of mine will know. Um, But I was working as a lifeguard, and it was about a year and a half two years almost into my job there. So I've been working part-time there while also being in school. So I've been studying and doing part-time shifts. And maybe we had 16, 18 hours a week there. Um, It wasn't my main driving force of either income and it wasn't my main priority either. So those kind of reasons I'm sure will get into playing a part and how those kind of affected everything. But in the meantime, this is what happened. So it was a Sunday shift. It was weird. It was about 12.30 till 4 p.m. And the 12.30 to 4 p.m. shift was, it was a weird one. From 12.30 till 1.30 was an open swim. But then from 1.30 until 4, there was this time of the pool where the pool was closed for the public, but there were construction workers on the deck doing a lot of different work to the walls. But For liability, you need a lifeguard on deck with them to supervise so that the workers, in case they fall in or something happens, they can't be... The company that I was working for couldn't be held liable, right? Or couldn't be held accountable for it because they had put all their safety um, procedures in place. So it would then fall on something else or somebody else. So what happened was is around 12.30... One o'clock, I got a message, like a text while I was on my break. Um, by the way, nobody was in, so nobody was in the pool from 12.30 till 1. I got a text, and a friend of mine in my work group, so in our school, there is final year of my my diploma, my advanced diploma program. They, pair, they group us up into groups of four or five, or three, four or five, and my group of four was uh, the gentleman with me. One of them sent me a message that, Hey man, we need to work on this. Like this afternoon, like some came up, shit hit the fan. We need to deal with it. Right. So I go, okay, well I'm at work. Right. What do I do? And I like, like find a way to get out. And so I'm like, okay, like maybe if it's busy or then I'll stay, but if it's not like I'll call somebody, we'll figure something out. Right. Whatever. I'll, we'll figure something out. I decide to go. It's like closer to one thirty. Nobody's there. Not even in the facility it's quiet it's a sunday afternoon and the pool is usually pretty quiet anyway so 
small pool, nobody shows, nobody's there. It's about 1.30. I write, I don't see construction workers. It gets closer to 2 o'clock. It's about 2, 2.15. I go to the front desk and I go, I talk to the woman working on the counter. I say, hey, listen, I need you to call this number, which is my cell phone. When the workers show up, I will come back in guard. But right now, I need to go take care of shit hitting the fan at school. So, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave you my number. Call me. I'll go. And then, when do you call? I just think. I'm like, I'm an eight-minute bus ride away. She'll call me. Hey, the workers showed up. Before it will, they'll set up, you just show up. I'm like, cool, that'd be perfect. I can make that happen, and that'd be fine. So, I, I go. I'm like, okay, no big deal. Um, I leave, I don't get a phone call. So in my head, I'm like, oh, this is great. We put out the fire, another fire comes up, you know, that's how it all happens. But anyways, we t I take care of everything and I don't hear a message and it's four o'clock. So I'm like, okay, I don't hear a message, nothing, no worries. So I think it's no big deal, whatever. I go about my day. I think it's about Monday afternoon, I get an email from my direct supervisor and with CC'd um, my her supervisor as well um it was hey we need to meet before your shift on thursday and i was like oh no okay like weird and i was like hey well i can't meet before then like and then she's like no like we need to meet come in this time whatever she's like i'll show up at this time so i'm like okay this seems weird she's really pressing this meeting so fast forward i show up it's like <laughs> excuse me, 30 minutes before my shift's supposed to start, right? Um, I show up and I end up talking to them for like an hour just for them to tell me that they were letting me go. They're like, yeah, this was a, uh, this was a, you were responsible for the deck and the people in it and they were, you left. And in my head, I start justifying. I was like, well, and out loud, actually, sorry, not in my head, out loud, I started to justify it, and I said, well, nobody was showing up, I had this plan in place, I had blah, 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 I was like, I can make this work, this is what's happening, and this is how everything could be, like, okay, and I set this up, I told so-and-so to call me, and they didn't, so I assumed, and all these things coming out, I'm like, well, you know, like, I thought this, and they didn't show up, and they're like, well, and I'm like, you guys don't know. Like, I left at, like, 2. So I think because well, the information they have is that I left at uh, 12.30 and open swim was going on with no lifeguard. So I'm like, oh, well, that's not true, right? So they get something wrong in the in the facts, and now I'm diving in on that. I'm like, well, that's not true. I was there until about 2, and I only really left for less than two hours. And they're like, yeah, but people showed up. And I'm like, well, the person was supposed to call me to come back. It's like, well, that's not their job, but yours is, your job is this, and you didn't do it. Fast forward, long story, kind of short. Um, after an hour of talking to me, they let me go. And the downside with all that, as I kind of left, was like, well, why'd you waste my time? I was more upset that they spent an hour, almost an hour and a half, talking to me about what I had done and just trying to get me to, like, own everything that had happened and say like yes this is what happened almost like admit to it being like intentional um looking back on the whole thing now um as i kind of left i remember being very very frustrated with the situation i was in 
but at the same time, I also remember being kind of relieved. Um, and I'm sure some people might have this habit. Do you have this habit? Let me know, because I've gotten much better at it, but it's when you're in a place and you're miserable, you drag it out because you choose not to quit, or you choose not to like look for something else or just quit on what you're doing. So you stick it out, stick it out, stick it out, and then that, but doing that in that space in your head and with the headspace you're in of kind of being frustrated or miserable or stuck kind of allows you to uh, give in to a lot of things you wouldn't usually or make really stupid mistakes that just make you come across as if you don't care. And when you do those a lot or frequently, or in my case, one really big one, um, it can not end well. And I just remember being really frustrated and relieved and like upset and kind of anxious. Um, you know, like, who do I blame for this and all that stuff. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's, um, it was a big experience. Um, but a couple things I want you to kind of think about as I go through what happened and how to come back from it is that mistakes are the dues we pay for a full life. So we are all going to make mistakes. Um, we're all going to come back from them or we're going to try our best to come back from them. And being able to learn from them is huge. So doing that and learning from your mistakes is like reflecting on them and going, why did this happen? First and foremost, acknowledging that it was you and you alone who fucked up. All mistakes I've ever made in my life when I want to say no and said yes. So I should have said no to my buddies at school. Because the problems, looking back on it, could have been resolved three hours later when I was with Don work. So that was a frustrating time. Um, yeah, that was a frustrating time. It was a frustrating conversation. That was a, it was kind of, I had to swallow like my ego a little bit, uh, put that down. What happened as I came out of it was um, like many things that we can kind of do or you can do even um, from this was um, like, this is kind of what worked for me. Um, so I journaled the scenario in the meeting. So I wrote down everything about it before I let it get out of control in my head. The last thing I wanted was negative animosity towards the whole staff and facility and anybody who had any form of connection with it. I didn't want to be upset at them because some of my good friends at the time were coworkers. Um, and you know, when you like have an argument or a conversation and this happened a lot, um, and then you replay all these things that could have happened after the fact. And you're like, well, I should have said this, or well, they did that, and that made me want to do this, and well, next time if they say this, I'll say that. And, you know, like, that was me. That was me for a few days, and journaling really allowed me to kind of control that and put, like, a stop and a halt to doing that, because that got really out of control as much as it was only in a short few days of doing that, it was, it's snowballed. It snowballed really bad and it's not really something that is good or a good way of thinking because the more you do that with different scenarios, if you aren't able to understand what you're doing to yourself, then you aren't able to, to kind of fight it. Like that's a problem you're doing to you and you alone. And if you can't harness it, 
and figure out a way to solve it or cut it at, cut it off where it starts, then like that's a long, dark road of negative thinking, putting other people down, being miserable, and you don't know why, because you blame other people for your shit. And that doing that and understanding where your issues are, kind or where my issues were in this case, allowed me to stop thinking so negatively about something that was already over with. I can't come and go, oh, let me on oh, my hands and knees, yeah, let me get, let me do uh, let me do this again. No. Never works that way. They're they wouldn't have done it, they wouldn't be like, This is silly. I would have only worked there for another two months anyway. So what would have really you know, it was the best way and the best way I could have handled it. Um it's what worked. I mean it seemed to work. I've since been back there, I've since talked to the people I used to work with and it's I would say water under the bridge quite yet, but I understand, like from my end it, it is, and I understand what I did wrong, and that it was me who did it, not other people for not doing this or that, so that was me for a few days, and um, like for my situation, work wasn't really my top priority. Um, so this transition out of employment at this facility actually wasn't really that bad. So it helped for my situation that I was in work wasn't really my top priority. And I told them that in the meeting and they got upset, which again, I can't control their reactions to things. I can only control mine. So I told them that. I then, I don't think I backpedaled. I think I just tried to justify it. Um, and it actually made that transition not that bad because it wasn't a top priority of mine. So for that reason, it wasn't, um, it wasn't too bad. And I was able to manage everything that took place afterwards. So being able to write it down and what that does is, and I can't stress this enough, at least for me, for me, I find such power with writing things down is you contain your thoughts, you contain your emotions, you put a stop to the negative snowballing. And on top of all of that, like you, on top of all of that, you clear your palate, you clear your mind, and you cleanse your palate of all the negative BS that goes on in your head. So if you've been fired recently or you aren't sure what to do, it's okay. You're not alone. And understand that it's your it was your fault. It's okay that it's your fault. It's okay that it happened. Nobody gets hurt, or if nobody got hurt, amazing. Things happen, mistakes are made. But where things happen and can go wrong long term is when people make mistakes. So we're going to make mistakes, by the way, everybody, millions, billions, trillions of them. If you don't learn from them, that's when they become permanent. That's when they become issues and then they become habits. And then that becomes your personality all because you weren't aware or you weren't like honest with yourself and you didn't hold yourself accountable or didn't express ownership and responsibility for the situation. It's tough in the moment. You, your pride is hurt. Your ego's bruised and 
you just want to blame everybody but yourself, but flip that around. It's okay. You'll get through this. Just understand where the problem was and where you can move forward. It's not what happens to you or what you did or anything. It's just how you react to it, how you react from this, how do you learn from these mistakes, and how do you go forward. So, good luck. Check out a video I did a while ago right here, and hit this button to watch cool shit. Thanks, guys.